Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Well, it's morning here where we're recording. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder. I'm here with Carol Boston and Crystal Duku from the Authority Gang. We are missing our Samantha today. You know, it's hard. It's been so hard on moms these last two years. And, you know, uh, today's one of those days where Samantha's got to spend some time with her kids. So we're going to miss her. But today we're talking about authenticity and being an authority and how the two work together. So first of all, we haven't done this in a while. So Carol, why don't you introduce yourself? Because you haven't done that in a bit. My name is Carol Boston and I'm the queen of Reframe. I help female business owners and a few good men to know their value, own their power and advocate for themselves. So they rise up and become the lion and lioness leaders they were created to be resulting in many of them doubling and tripling the income in their business. That's what I do. I love that intro. <laughs> Me too. Crystal, do us the honor, please. Hey, hi, everyone. My name is Crystal Duku, and I'm a social media manager. I work with entrepreneurs to help them grow their business and their presence online and help them attract more people into their messaging and into their business. And I love it. I really, really enjoy helping people get their message out there online. And she's really good at it. I was thinking the same thing. I was just telling her yesterday that I was in a networking group and somebody gave me a private message and told me how much they loved all of my stuff that was going on on Instagram, which I have like almost nothing to do with except Crystal does. And, um, but they were talking about what was the two words they said? I can't remember. Anyway, it was really hitting home with them, the messaging. So thank you. Yeah. How about you, Kim? Who are you? Thanks, Kim. So I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja, chief visionary officer of RTI Publishing, an international best-selling author, award-winning speaker, and of course, the host of the Author to Authority podcast. I work with entrepreneurs, professional speakers, and coaches to teach them the six key building blocks of authority marketing, and then how to do everything bigger, better, stronger, faster, if you remember The Six Million Dollar Man, by writing your signature book. So today we're going to have talk about authenticity. And Carol, I want you to start because, you know, we've known each other about a year and a half now. I can't believe it's it's been that long. I know. But I remember when we first met, you were really struggling to, to figure out where you fit authentically. You wanted to come out to the world strong, but you didn't want to be fake. And so you were getting all this feedback, but a lot of it wasn't resonating with you. So why don't you share some thoughts on that and anything else you came prepared with? 
You're absolutely right. And, you know, one of the things I talk about and I work with my clients on is that because you said I was struggling, which means what? I was addicted to my story, right? Struggles, struggle is optional. Struggle is a habit. And we struggled because we're choosing to stay addicted to our story. And I had to look at what story was I choosing to stay addicted to that was keeping me in the struggle. Mm. And part of that story was, is that everybody else had been doing this longer and they knew more than I did. Mm. That was part of my story. So I kept deferring to authority, right? And in doing so, and in asking so many people with different opinions, even though they were all authorities, because they'd been doing it longer, I had to learn that it didn't mean they knew what was best for me. And I had to learn to step in and trust what was best for me. Mm-hmm. And that left me open to begin to try new things. And in doing so, I chose to start becoming very visible. We mainly met what? Because of COVID. I took my business from completely offline to completely online, had no clue what I was doing. And I just started showing up in the world, if you will, mm-hmm. and getting visibility. But what really nailed it for me was back in December, someone invited me to a, a Zoom call. And I was having lunch. I'm like, okay, I showed up. And she had a guest speaker. And this guest speaker said, part of it was Facebook Live, part of it was Zoom. And she said, can the people on the Zoom introduce themselves? And it got to be my turn. And I said, my name is Carol Boston. And before I could say anything else, she leans in. She goes, you're the queen of reframe. (laughs) How did you know that? Right. And she goes, you use those empowering questions. I'm like, yes, I do. How did you know that? And she said, you were interviewed on Trish Grimes show. And I thought, oh, my goodness, that was three months ago. And this lady's never forgotten it. I said, That is truly who I am. And I began to own that I'm really quite a master at empowering questions and helping people reframe. And it's things have really changed ever since. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I I think what was important in that, I think it's okay to listen to other people, you know, because when you mastermind, you get a whole bunch of different ideas to consider. Mm -hmm. But like you said, the important thing was was that ultimately you determined what was best for you. You determined who your authentic self was. You determined what you owned and what you didn't. But I, I love the mastermind. Um, I've been on Clubhouse a few weeks now. And thank you, Crystal, for sending me that invite. Yay! I'm one of these wonderful Android people who have been sitting there drooling and waiting to get in. But yesterday I had a couple of interesting things happen. I was listening in on an influencer club room and the woman there was talking about your branding and, you know, how you named things. And she was suggesting that if you can include the a movie title, just a movie title in your, your branding, it makes you more memorable. Because if you can use most of the words of a movie title and insert your keyword into it, um, people, it clicks. So I was playing around with a whole bunch of them. And I'm, I'm not sure if I, I found one yet that really resonates with me because my thought was, okay, this is great, but this has to be something I can own. Mm-hmm. You know, because so I got up and I asked her about my author's authority and she says, well, she says it would make a really great tagline, but she doesn't think it should be my branding name. So I don't know. I'll have to decide what I own. But I thought I would share with you guys some of the ones that that me and a couple other people came up with. So I'll, I'll get your thoughts on it. So I came up with writing in the rain, but apparently that's already been trademarked. Goodwill authority, <laughs> author confidential. It's an authority life. The good, the bad, and the authority. A couple of marketers that were on, one came up with author interrupted. And then there's another gentleman that I'm starting to get to know. He's a marketer. He came up with the authornator. The authornator. The authornator. I kind of like that one. 
Um, and he came up with authorific or authorosity. So I don't know. I mean, none of them really. The only one that resonated with me at all was author interrupted. Same here. Same here. She said, same here, because think yeah. about it. how many people I'm going to start a book. I'm going to start a book. Maybe they actually start and they don't finish and you help them finish and yeah. get it published. I like yeah. author interrupted. Yeah. Same here. Like that's, that's the one I was about to say the same thing, Carol. That's the one that stood out to me. Yep. That's oh. the only one that really just popped. And oh. I like what you said about, you know, knowing that. And um, then I definitely want to hear from Crystal as well. But in January, when we were, I also am an international bestselling author, but I was in a collaboration and she was getting ready to interview us. And she said, no, Carol, this is all in a Facebook chat. And she goes, everybody was listening, right? The whole group. And she goes, no, you are going to talk about how to be a professional athlete in your business. This is in freaking January. And I was like, no, that's not right. It's not right. And everything had to be done like by the next day. And so I just said, okay, I slept on it. And I got up the next morning at the crack of dawn and she's in California and I didn't care. I'm like, no, I'm the queen of reframe. This is what I do. This is what I'm going to talk about. And she comes back and she goes, okay. I thought I was going to get pushback, right? She goes, okay. That very next day, you talk about a God wink. She private messaged me and said, we have to redo your interview. And I said, how come? She said, because Yours is the only, think about this, folks. She had me talk about being a professional athlete in the original interview. She said, yours is the only interview that has audio problems. The quality's not good. So not, not only did I stand my ground, the door got open for me to be interviewed on what I stood my ground for. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that because you actually, you, you and I talked that day. We did. Because you were like, yeah, this is just not resonating. And, I, you know, we both agreed that you just needed to... Mm -hmm. change it up so yeah that was amazing so we want to hear from our wonderful crystal crystal what what thoughts do you have to share with us today i i definitely believe in that authenticity and i feel like when we find that authenticity within ourselves and we own it then we can really help our clients and we can really help them find their authentic message so when i first started i felt like i needed to serve everybody right Mm -hmm. and so whether you're in retail, whether you're this, whether you're that. And it it wasn't resonating with me. And I remember as I started to get more clients, there was a specific group that when I, even though I enjoy doing it and I would do it across the board, there was a specific group that I love. Like it just felt like I, oh, this has been my analogy lately. It felt like a seatbelt click, you know, and you put your seatbelts in and it just clicks and you know that you're safe and you're in that, that right spot. And now that you're moving ahead, you're, you're good. That's how it felt with this certain group. And I remember working with Kim when we we started, when you were helping me figure out, well, my niche and while we were working on the book and you were like, this is your niche market. And I was like, you're right. Because it was entrepreneurs in the service industry that were within a certain age range that had this sort of messaging. And I was like, that's so true. That is who I resonate with. And a few times I tried to, because I was asked and sometimes I had a hard time saying no, which Carol has helped me with, (laughs) (laughs) that I would just take in what did not feel authentic to me, but I would just do because I had a hard time saying no, but even working with Carol now, learning how to set those boundaries and letting go of those clients because it would bring me anxiety and it just did not fit into 
what I authentic, who I knew myself to be and what I enjoy doing and then bringing out the best in, in, in making sure that my client, because when I'm authentic in myself and I'm operating in that joyful space, mm-hmm. then I also get to bring that into my clients Mm-hmm. as well and then I get I know I know how to connect with them and I know how to do I I listen and I learn from others and then I find how to make it into a way that fits with what I believe connects with me so that's why I, I, I love this topic because I feel like it's a journey that we all have to go through but especially in our business once we connect to really going inside and that's where talking to people, having a coach, having going to Kim as, as you know, if you're ready to write that book and you're talking with Kim and then you're talking with Carol, if you need to, like, I need to unblock myself and I need to figure out how to, what is holding me back. Then we find our authentic self and then we're able to forge forward in our business. Cause since that now I've been forging forward and I've been finding joy. There are challenges. Yes, but there's a joy in, in growing my business. You know, Crystal, what you said was so spot on. When you are authentic and when you find that authenticity within yourself, um, not only is there joy, but you become attractive. Yeah. When you know who yeah. you are, who you serve, how you serve them, you know, the core marketing message of authority marketing, you become attractive to your target market. Mm-hmm. Now, do you become attracted to everyone? Nope. I hope not. <laughs> and do you care? No. Nope. <laughs> I, I tell people all the time, if everybody likes you, you are doing something wrong because you're not taking a stand for anything. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that, that's how you know who your tribe is, right? If you know who your haters are. I mean, look at look at Tony Robbins, right? He has a massive, massive following, but his following is pro and con. He knows who his haters are. He does not try to win over his haters. He lets his haters help him define who his tribe is. Mm-hmm. And it's a great message for all of us in entrepreneurship, because when we all start, and I'm going to say all of us, because I haven't met anybody yet. I'm sure there's somebody out there who knew exactly what they were doing. I don't know who they are, but we all think we have to be all things to all people in order to make money and to fit in. And it takes time to learn that the more narrow and to find your niches, the opportunity to make more money is even broader. Yes. Well, think of it this way. Um, when I was on Clubhouse the other day, I got an opportunity to do a 10-minute training. So I was I was talking fast. I was packing in the information. <laughs> but one of the things I talked about is when you have that well-defined target market, if you're trying to be everything to everyone, you may have to, like, let's say your business is based on talking to people. That's how you sell, Right. So if that's how your business is based and you're trying to be everything to everyone, you will probably have to, you may even have to talk to a hundred people to find that one or two Mm -hmm. that are ready for your products and services. But what if you had a really well-defined niche and a target market? You may only have to talk to seven, maybe 10 Mm -hmm. people. Imagine how much your business explodes and how much more joy there is in your business when you don't have to go through 98 no's to find a couple of yeses. Yes. Right. Well, clarity, clarity is power, right? It's one of the things I work with my clients on helping them get clear on who they were created to be so they can let go of that story in the past. And once they're clear, you become like a magnet. And, and I, and that's so true, Carol, because I've, I've, actually experienced that from working with you in that that clarity also brings that confidence and when you have that confidence you really own 
your message and you own who you are because you 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 begin to understand and that goes to this point I was going to say about I think sometimes when because if they are entrepreneur new entrepreneurs or someone who's probably thinking about becoming an entrepreneur that's listening and you're probably thinking you have to say yes to everyone because you don't know because you feel like you have to say yes to this yes to that yes to the other that that is part of the process but it does come down from not from not knowing who you are yet Yes. In your business. And it's, and, and that's, and that's, that's a journey that you're going to take, but it is one part that I would in path that I would encourage all entrepreneurs to take, spend the time investing in yourself to get to know who you are. Cause then once you connect with your authentic self, then you can really figure out who you're serving. And you're better to do that early in the process because the hard way to do it is you end up with a whole working with a whole bunch of people that you really do not want to work with <laughs> and you learn it the hard way. And I, that's how I did it. I learned it the hard way. Um, you know, when you're doing book projects and you're working with someone for months, a year, a year plus, <laughs> and you can't, you can look up. at her face and know it was dragging. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I won't say I won't say who, but Manita and I had one lady we were working with, and we're pretty sure she was bipolar. Oh. <laughs> so one day she loved us, the next day she hated us. You know, we got emails all the time like, I don't understand why you guys hate me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we don't hate you. We don't particularly <laughs> like you, but <laughs> But, you know, like I mean, it's not all about you. Right. <laughs> you know, but the thing was, was that we had to, you know, it was really difficult working with her and we had to ignore all that, mm-hmm. you know, because she'd email us, say, you hate me, list out all these problems. So all we ever dealt with were the problems in her book. We never responded to the, you know, you hate me because I, I've worked with some bipolar people before. And as soon as you go down that road. It feeds them. And so that that behavior continues. Right. But we, Juanita and I were like massive sigh of relief when we were finally. You're finished. I fired a client last spring, right when COVID started. Mm. We were in the beginning of month three and I'm like, "Mm -mm, no more, cut you loose. And it was the only time I had really gone out of process. So I've even had people since and just say, no, I know I want to work with you. And I'm like, I don't care. We're still going through my process because I know what my process works. And that was, that was another thing that I had to learn about knowing who I was mm-hmm. and not just taking the money. Cause someone said, Oh, I'm going to pay you. I want to work with you. Yep. Well, what if I don't want to work with you? So I learned that lesson. Like you said, Kim, the hard way. Fortunately, yep. that's the only one I've had to fire. I learned that lesson really quickly. Yeah. I've had one lady I fired. Um, this other client had basically paid for everything first. So it was kind of like, okay, let's just, yeah. And by the time we really realized what was going on, we were about halfway through the book. So it's like, okay, we're just going to power through this. We're just going to keep her on schedule. We're just going to, you know, push, 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 get this book done. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was just kind of like, oh. And then I remember afterwards, she emailed me once. I'm like, no, 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 she's done. She's done. I and I read the email to Anita and she's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That might be a good topic, right? Helping, because um, I feel like a lot of people feel like I have to hold on to a client and not knowing it's okay that if it's not working for you, that you cut, you let them loose because yeah. it's not a good fit. Yeah. And you right, know, it's not about good or bad or right or wrong. It's just no. not the fit. And when people can look at it that way and not personalize it. So often we want to 
personalize it. Yeah. And it isn't. It's just, we just said it earlier. We, each one of us has a niche and we're not there for everybody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, the, the one person I fired, I, I just finally said to her, listen, we're not working together well, you know, and I, I cannot create for you what you want. So, you know, we need to stop this now because it's just, it's not working. And I want, I, I kind of blamed it on me. I said, I want to make sure that you have the right book for you. You know, you're, you're investing this money, you know, you, you're trying to use this book to build your business. I said, but I don't think the fit's right. You know, so I kind of put it on myself that, you know, I wasn't the right fit for her. Truth was, she wasn't the right fit for me, but, you know, so I think it's really important, you know, when you have those situations that, you know, you don't attack the other person, mm-hmm. that you, you do it with grace, yep. you know, and, and, you know, not fitting that, that is a, beautiful wording for that yeah it's akin to breaking up if you've ever broken up with someone it's the same right I like to use these analogies and I did it when I was when I was letting go of a client and he said it to me he's like why does this feel like we're broken we're breaking up I've never been broken up with before well it's like when you say it doesn't fit it's like are you going to wear a pair of shoes that are too small no right they just don't fit yeah so, but that's, that's the fun part. But again, I feel like those, we get to those places when we really start to own who we are mm-hmm. and, and connect with who we are and we stand and we stand our ground. And as Carol says, we gain that confidence. We go from, from uh, con- courage to confidence, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So we've got a couple of minutes left. Why don't each of you share a final thought and how can people connect with you if they've really enjoyed this conversation today? Crystal wanted yeah. to go first this yeah. time. I was going to say that. Go, Crystal. <laughs> so, my, so my last thought is that it, it is going to be a journey, but it pays off in the long run and you're going to be happier. So definitely stay on that course. Connect with Kim, connect with Carol, connect with myself. We've all been down that road and learn how you can really find that authentic self, find your messaging, find your niche, because you're really going to own and you're going to be a better person to your clients as well. You're going to help their business grow as which results in helping your business grow as well. So that journey of finding your messaging, finding where you bloom your authority, it's definitely a path and a journey to to continue on. And you can connect with me on Instagram, Crystal Janaduku. If you type that in, it'll pop my handle up on Facebook as well as on LinkedIn. And we'll we'll put the link in the show notes. Carol, my friend. My thought is you are not alone. Yeah. And to understand that nobody does it alone. I have a client right now that is just so excited to have somebody in the trenches with her because she's been trying to do it alone. And that I think that's super important in Know your value, own your power and advocate for yourself. Because when you are able to do that, and I'm going to be confident, tell you, it takes a good coach to help people do that. Nobody steps into this and just says, oh, I know who I was created to be. No, you don't. You're living in your story from the past. (laughs) Makes sense. And so, you know, hire a good coach, find a mentor. The longer you wait to get help, because what do I tell you guys all the time? All the answers are right outside your jar. If you already knew them, they would be in your jar and you don't have them. Reach out to me. My tag is at the Carol Boston, which will get you to my Facebook page, my Instagram and my Twitter. And on LinkedIn, it's at the Carol Boston coaching. And come join me on Wednesday nights at 530 p.m. Eastern for Carol's Craft Cocktails. We have fun.
Sorry. <laughs> you know, Carol and Crystal, you guys were so correct in that. And, you know, you can do it the hard way. I did it the hard way. So it's not that you can't, but why would you want to? <laughs> exactly. Right. You see, it's, I the e- it's the ego. <laughs> I did it alone. No, you didn't. No, no. For me, for me, it was, I didn't know what I didn't know. I was too dumb to know what I didn't know. And, um, you know, yeah. I, I just one of these people who just plow ahead and figure it out as I go along. And I guess that in some ways that's a really good thing, but you know, I didn't really know that you could find a coach or a mentor. You know, I just figured, I just, my thought was, okay, I'm going to do this. I've got to figure this out. If I've got to, you know, I'm just going to do this alone. I'm just going to plow through. Right. And, and now it's different. I mean, I, I love our um, friendship that the four of us have, because, you know, when we've got things going on, we can go to each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. We, we can have those conversations, right? And and the, the three of you bring such clarity into my life and into my business. And you share with me ideas and things I never even thought of, mm-hmm. right? And, and then we all explore it together and we all help each other. So, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. If you're, if you're struggling in this area, you know, Carol is the ultimate person to talk to, but also Crystal and myself are available too, right? But, you know, you want to go to Carol. Yes. You want to go to Carol. <laughs> no, seriously, I highly recommend that. Especially we can all, we will all be here to help you in your journey. But the first step is Carol to get that. If you're, if, if you're struggling and you're struggling with your story and you need that clarity and you're not even sure how to get there or your confidence level, connect with Carol first. Definitely, Kim. That's a thank you. <laughs> and then I'll send them to you guys. So this has been uh, Crystal Duku, Carol Boston, and Kim Thompson-Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.